Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. It's the Custard TV podcast. Now, this is a confusing one. Gary was out last night at a works do, so Matt and I recorded most of the podcast without him, but now he's back oh, and he oh, wants... Hey, 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 what, what do you mean you recorded most of the podcast without me? We do a lot of the podcast without you anyway. It's just <laughs> weird that you are. That's, not, that's, you know, not in the con- that's not in the contract. You should be thanking yourself, lucky, both of you, because I am now missing an amazing news item on my local news... Which right. is about, uh, which is, is about... There a, a cat up a tree? No, it's, it's better than that. <laughs> Go on. It's, it's the story, the story of... Christmas? Oh God, it's, it's, one so, of those. it's so it's stupid, one of those. it's so stupid. It's the story of Dippy the Arthritic Penguin. I rest my case. Dippy the Arthritic Penguin. Do you know what it is? And I, I was on holiday last week, and I thought I may have said yeah. this before on this podcast. It's possible. Yeah. But news in London and news mm. in other areas is completely different. Like, local news down in Bournemouth, after, like, about item one, it's all local news about, you know, things so, that are going on. In London, you get shootings, death, murders, I know, you know but, cuts, we, but I was going to find out. You never out. get that stuff. We don't know whether Dip. Dippy the arthritic penguin was shot. We don't know. I didn't get to see it. Well, he was arthritic. But... He's probably doing someone, you know, pretty much in misery. Tell you something about London, though. I was there the other day for another screening. Okay. Uh... Ooh. Matt's been to another screening. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> uh... <laughs> you have your own rules when it comes to crossing the road, don't you, London? Yes. Oh, yeah. Basically, yes. do it or die. And you might Because I was do waiting. It... At, do uh... it and die. At a, tr- okay. uh, a, um, the lights, the, you know, waiting for the thing to go green, the green man, and no one had pressed the thing. They were just, there was loads of people Life. in front of me. No yeah. one had pressed it at all. But only slightly more annoying that is when 15 people press it, thinking that by pressing it, it will do quicker. So Yeah, you, I don't understand I that. When, it's like when, when you're when I, waiting for a lift and other people come over yeah, and they press it yeah. like you haven't, yeah. But then the I reverse happens, like Matt said, of everyone assumes everyone else has done it. Can I tell you, I got asked in Costa by two people to move because they were trying to have a private conversation. Or you were blocking the sun. I, no, shut up. Uh, no, I was sat down to do my... I'm getting rickety here, Gary. <laughs> I sat down to do my quiz word with my gingerbread latte, and they said, oh, would you mind moving to another part of the, 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 of the restaurant, or the cafe, whatever they called it? We're trying to have a private conversation. Rather than engaging them, I just said no and put my headphones on. I would have loved to have known what they were talking about. Well, I'd I have put my, I'd have put my headphones on, but not play any music, because then you can probably still hear what they're saying. But the point was, I didn't care what they were talking about, as long as it wasn't about me. I didn't care. Well, it probably was. 
towards the end. They were probably saying, well, can you, you believe he hasn't moved? Luke, Gary and Matt. Talking telly. On the Custard TV podcast. So I suppose this would be a good time to start the new feature. He's been away for a week. Gary's TV Diary, which yeah. took a lot of explaining We've last week. we got a theme but... for this one. This week it looks a little bit different because I have been away. So this week what I've done is I've just written down the bits and things that I watched while I was away. Yeah. All right. And then okay. um and then next week This is week, by I'll the way if you're new book. if you're wondering what this is all about this is because Matt and I Gary watches so much different stuff to the two of us that we want to get an insight into what those things are and the best way of doing that is to get him to write a TV diary. So this one will look a bit strange because it doesn't include some of the things that were, were, I would normally watch because I was on holiday, obviously. So. Yeah, like the news. Uh, uh, indeed, yeah. So I watched episode six of The River. Of River. Of the river now. River, sorry. Three episodes <laughs> of Rectify that I know that yeah, Luke loves. Yeah, we'll talk about. We love it. Yeah. Three, yeah. Two, uh, three episodes of The Bridge, uh, the yeah. new third series, which is fantastic. Ten, ten minutes of four, yeah. five Amazon pilots called Patriot, Edge the Loner, One Mississippi, Good Girls Revolt and Heiston. Uh, I watched I ten minutes heard of, of any one. of those. No, they're, they're the new ones. We that talked are about there. some of them, didn't we, on... We talked about the fact there was some coming a Gary, up. A Gary Goes West. Yes. Exclusive. None of them were particularly outstanding. None of them I think uh, I would look forward to if they got made into series. Well, you made so. ten minutes of each one. Well, that's right. Uh, an episode of Jessica Jones, which is the new Amazon Marvel uh, 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 drama. Uh, I really liked it, so I'm going to carry on watching that. So, I wouldn't bet on it. Good. Yeah, uh, sure. Found a weird, found a weird one on uh, Netflix called Taxi Brooklyn. Which is this great idea about a police detective who gets her license taken away to drive, so she arrests a taxi driver and makes him drive her around tax Brooklyn solving crime. Isn't that the plot so... to the film Taxi with uh, no. Jimmy Fallon and Queen Latifah? That's the similar no. plot. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. So maybe, maybe, maybe he watched that and he hasn't realised. No, no, no. It was a definite series. No, because last... it was in in the in the film. It's he he's the cop and she's the taxi driver. Oh well, you see, they they oh. reversed it. They reversed it. Oh, that's, um, that's the last episode of the first series of Unforgotten. One episode of Scream on Netflix, which I'll talk about another time. Right. Uh, ten minutes of the following: uh, Narco, <laughs> uh, Residue, and The Straits, which were all on Netflix and all I not don't for know me. Any of these things? Oh, it's fascinating. The diary. I know. The How diary to get away with murder. Me. Three episodes of How to Get Away with Murder, which is still fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the first episode of Blind Spot, which I'll leave to talk about another time, but that is intriguing. But I've got absolutely no idea how they're going to make a whole series out of it. Well, I mean, too, basically, yeah. there's a bit of prison break in there where a woman, a woman is trained by the by somebody. They tattoo her body with clues to solving terrorist crime. So there's a bit of Twenty Four mm. mixed with Prison Break. The first episode of The Man in the High Castle on Amazon. Nothing minutes. liked here, Gary. Nothing liked. No, no, <laughs> Quite no. heavy stuff so far. 35 minutes on. of The Last Panthers on Sky Atlantic. <laughs> I didn't like it. Uh, so I gave it up. 
Don't I love the diary. I, lo- I love the diary. I, I, I wrote down, you know, just because I know I needed to. Go on. And why yeah. can I ask why you didn't make it till the end to the like? Because surely it's only about sort of forty-five minutes. Like. No, it was an hour. I think it was an hour. It was an hour. Oh, it was an hour, Matt. It was an oh, hour. Okay. Don't go pushing so, him. So <laughs> why didn't you continue with the last Panthers? Again, couldn't really see where it was going. Felt it was a bit formulaic. Okay. Felt like, but I. See, I oh, there wasn't anything new. Tell you what, it was there wasn't anything new in it that grabbed me that made me think, yeah. oh, I should watch that over something else. Okay. But sometimes I think you like things where you don't know where it's going, and sometimes you get annoyed when you don't know where it's going. Yeah, that's why Gary's the enigma that he is. Yeah, he really is. And then the thing that I watched the most was I completed the third series of The Walking Dead, which I hadn't ever watched the whole of. So, nothing real light relief, no comedies at well, apart well, from the... an episode of um, uh, The Big Bang Theory and okay. the University Challenge and Only Connect. But no, nothing light, really. But next week I will do a proper... I when love I the diary. In fact, we could stop the podcast because the diary is what we can discuss now. <laughs> I love the diary. Also, a bit of site business over at thecustardtv.com. If you've been loving comedy, uh, the detectorist, or sorry, detectorist on BBC4, then you can That's win the second series on DVD uh, right now over at thecustardtv.com. And uh, please enter because I want to give the. Well, actually, I don't want to give the DVDs away. I'd love to keep them, but. Well, you have one, I'll have one. <laughs> Technically, we. There we go. Happy Christmas, Matt. Happy Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great, wouldn't it, if I just gave away those to you and I as Christmas presents. <coughs> I like the idea that I could send you the Detectorist box with Citizen Khan inside no. it. <laughs> what have I done wrong? D- deciding whether you're a good person on the website or a bad person. Okay, Um. speaking of bad people... Uh, the BBC Trust have made a what decision the on the. First, yeah, the BBC Trust have made a decision and decided BBC's Three's fate. We talked about it. What seems like ages ago now. I was living oh, in a different a, house. It's, it's a My voice hadn't broken. Half, yeah, we did a whole podcast on whether we think BBC Three could survive online and what that meant and da 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 da. da. But it is now going to happen between February and March. So. February, <laughs> you would think, uh, next year. Matt, you made a good point when we spoke online the other day, is that we're assuming that all the programming that goes online won't be to the same quality of like the documentaries hmm. and things that we like from the TV-based uh, channel. And but they are maybe saying we're wrong. that they are going to put everything on the TV at some point, even if it is in like you know the, the midnight hours sort of thing. So yeah. it has to still be good enough to air on a linear channel. So yeah. I don't know why they would not put on the same sort of quality of stuff that they are at the moment. You know, all of these, if people do want to watch them on the telly, then they will be on between sort of, you know, 10 and 12 o'clock mm. or on BBC One and Two, which I know we're sort of mm. sigh at and things like that. But yeah. at the end of the day, um, it still m- makes me hopeful that yeah. we'll, we'll get stuff at the, the sort of... And, and that the programming won't be just mm. in, in the form the, of a the, vlog. The, 
Yeah, the one thing that we probably won't get are any of the sort of dramas, you know, anything no. like Don't Take My Baby or uh, Murdered by My Boyfriend. I think they'll probably fall by the wayside. But then again, they have been, they've counted those as sort of factual, haven't they, rather than... BBC and ITV and Channel 4 have confirmed all their Christmas stuff and people who work at magazines and to a lesser extent websites like ours are scrambling to get all the Christmas listings in place. Um sort of the same as every other year that I can remember uh, on ITV, Downton Abbey's final episode they've got the Pete That's Pant it. thing they've, yeah, got the they've got Harry Price Ghost Hunter Sound of Music Live all things you wouldn't really want to watch Black Tribute. Yeah, on Christmas night mm. quite late Yeah, bizarre uh, and BBC have got BBC have got Mrs Brown on Christmas Day Yawn, they've got EastEnders, they've got the traditional David Williams piece, which this year is an adaptation of his book Billionaire Boy. Yeah, that's they've New got... Year's Day, isn't it, this time? Yeah, they've got... They've and got then... before Sherlock on New and Year's then Day. They were... And then there were None, which is a three-part adaptation of a... Adaptation. Agatha Christie. Agatha Christie. Yeah, uh, they've got, as Matt says, the sort of Sherlock special, which takes it back in Obviously. time. Well, obviously, you know, Christmas Day is going to be the standard now that we've known for BBC One, which is, you know, strictly Doctor Who, Call the Midwife, EastEnders, Mrs. Brown. Yeah, and Michael McIntyre. And Michael McIntyre. That's that's been their standard. Uh, Channel 4 have got um, Gogglebox Kids on on Christmas Day, which should be interesting. Be interesting, yeah. Goggles, as they've... they've Oh, I like that! Oh... That's Wait, their working just... title for it at the moment. I do like it. Isn't yeah? <laughs> they've had worse. They've had worse proper titles and things. Yeah. So um, that's quite a good one. They're, they're putting that on Christmas Day with uh, Alan Carr, obviously, who's sort of a constant yeah. for Christmas and various films as well on their yeah. Christmas Day schedule. But at least Channel Four, I think, are putting something on solid rather than just films, which they've been known to in the past. But obviously, as well, they've got their first date special, and uh, Luke's looking forward to the. Uh, Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No the lives of the four, five, and six-year-olds yeah. at Christmas nativity thingy. And the voice. You may have seen this online because it's been a while since we did the uh, podcast last. But the voice has been snapped up by ITV, who have confirmed they will show the singing competition uh, in 2017 alongside the voice kids. Oh... Two series oh. of The Voice Kids, three series of The Voice, they've confirmed. Oh, my um, Christ. It's, I mean, I, I won't be watching it because it's moving to ITV. I just think it's a... We've spoken about this a lot. It's a flawed format, in my view, and I just... I, I don't, don't think it's a flawed format. I don't think it's a flawed format. I think it, it, it needs enough time to devote to it, and BBC very much rushed through it. I don't know if ITV are going to have the same issues with it. But I think if you've got the time to devote to it, then by all means do it. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they structure it. And I will be watching it to see how they manage because the voice on BBC has sort of slightly differed every year 
the how they've sort of done the elimination processes. How Do you think they done... just have have not found the right way of doing it yet, and they were well, still finding the, their feet in the states? They have a lot of time for it, don't they? Because they have like two or yeah, three episodes a there. week. But they have two or three episodes a week, so they've got plenty mm. of time to do these elimination processes and what have you, which you need for the voice, the team, the the sort of team structure of it. But the BBC, the the last couple of series especially, have been sort of um, or handicapped by the fact that they've had to um, race everything out before Britain's Got Talent starts on ITV because mm. they know they're going to get crushed in the ratings by it. So it'd be and interesting. Big difference is that at least ITV can, you know, doesn't have to worry about promoting the winner in no. the same way that, that we always say the people. As for advert. Yeah. <laughs> he better play that sex. Do you think they'll try and get a sort of starry line-up for the voice, for the judging, coaching, whatever they call them? I, I don't know, based on the last X Factor panel. I honestly there were, don't there know. There were rumours of... Um, Elton John last time round, so I wonder if he's mm. sort of holding out for more money for the ICV money. Um, but yeah, and the... where where does this put the X Factor? Would people want uh, the X Factor in September if we've had the voice in January? No. Well, they've got one more left on the contract, haven't they? They've got one more Britain's Got Talent and one more X Factor, and I think that ITV will want to continue with Britain's Got Talent, but not the X mm. Factor, judging by the ratings and where everything is in the popularity of the shows. Whether mm. Simon will then play hardball and say, oh, you've got to take the X Factor if you want Britain's Got Talent again. They're like his kid. Yeah, you're not visiting one kid. Yeah. You've got to take both kids and be done with it. But as you said, it needs to be rested. And even one of the producers came out, didn't they, and said it probably will be rested at some point. Um, and I think if you're having... They're just too similar, I think, to have both on in the same year. We shall see. ITV have surprised us and disappointed us time and time again. Have they? So, have so. they surprised us? They, no. So that might be a surprise <laughs> if they do. Uh, shall we start with the bridge? It's still subtitled. Mm. Not I, I've only yet. watched the first two. Are you? Are you up to date? I've only watched the first one. Oh. Yes. So this be yeah. interesting. Um, yeah. And I have. Because you know, sometimes I find not knowing what's going on frustrating, but mm. I know in the bridge that it builds yeah, to something, and they're all yeah, everything will kind of fit together, and I don't need to get you know sorted. There's a lot going on, and a lot to keep me interested and keep me excited about this. You weren't so keen on series two, and I think no. did that change your opinion of this? I was a bit wary, I think, and I was wary of the fact that Martin wasn't in it this time round. And obviously, you've got to the end of episode one, uh, where her new partner is introduced as a character we've sort of met previously in Mm. the episode. He's got a sort of strange life where he's an insomniac and he's married with children, but goes out and sleeps with other women. It's all a bit strange. It's like someone's trying to live on on Gary's life. Uh, Gary, but um, I I'm not sure about this new fella because um, obviously <laughs> I could just edit that and make it sound like anything really, couldn't I? If I was... <laughs> this new partner of Sagas, because I'm not yeah. sure about the um, the dynamic between the two of them. Because what made the bridge work, in my opinion, was the dynamic between sort of Saga, who's sort of borderline autistic and doesn't really understand mm. a lot of things, 
and Martin, who's this sort of cheery, down-to-earth fella who, you know, was a bit of a, um, you know, um, what's the what's a good way of, what's a PG way of Tart. putting Martin? <laughs> Tart. Couldn't keep it in his trousers, that's what we should yeah. say. Um, yeah. But he was a likeable guy, whereas this other guy, whose name I completely forgotten, the new partner, um, yeah. he's, he's, he's not very amiable, he's quite... He's got his own agenda, basically. So uh, I, I'd actually have preferred for the the woman who was in it to begin. Yeah, with. it would have been. It would have been a nice. Yeah, two women. Little, yeah, I mean, it I think that would have nice. worked better. In my again, I, yeah. I think um, even though she, you know, she got blown up and um, yeah, well, it's that little thing, little thing. Yeah. Well, she was <laughs> well only a legs, I suppose. She's yeah. She probably come on, turn pull, up in her pull yourself together. Halfway through, yeah. and, and obviously as well, we've got the stuff with Saga um, and her her family, uh, yeah. and obviously, well, we should really, as as they say in the uh, theme tune, go back to the beginning, yeah, and, and talk about the, cro- the the case itself. Well, the case itself. Well, I mean, we we saw or we previewed or reviewed a while ago a, a French show called Witnesses, where people were dug up and placed in scenes i was trying to remember what i'd seen it in and it was that yeah. i was i was trying to yeah. remember what the show was mm, it's, co- it's it was called that, witnesses. That witnesses yeah yeah well i just remember that that thing that the same sort of thing where they had the people dug up in, and yeah. them in that sort of tableau play- where this, this time it was with mannequins wasn't it i like that though i really find that an interesting i mean We've had two shows this year alone, two crime dramas that have had the old people being found under car parks and being, mm. you know, that sort of being done so many times. This I like, where yeah. they've gone to the effort of making. Well, the bridge somebody... always has has that sort of um, thing, doesn't it? They're they're intre- like the first series, for example, was there's two different bodies on the line Joined together yeah. on the line. Yeah, and that was and the great this... the. Be- the best bit of series one is well, there's a lot of good bits of series one, but I mean one of the best bits was when the journalist thought his car was going to blow up, and I mean they always take it to to extremes, but not too extreme where you give up on it completely and think it's completely no, not, nervous. Not to try and give too much away for you, but um, a lot yeah. of stuff does get in in the second episode. There's another murder that sort of links back to. Uh, one of the characters, uh, the police chief Hans, gets his own sort of subplot um, mm. linked to one of the characters we met in the first episode. Uh, so it all sort of ties itself together, and I think it's good that they're giving Saga like her sort of backstory is getting re-examined and things like that. Um, what happened to her sister and things like that with her parents. But you don't sound as if you're going to be bridging every Saturday on BBC. I, I, I'm going to try. I mean, I tried to download the third and the fourth episode on the iPlayer app and it didn't play on the train. I, I did go out of my way to try and watch it, but um, okay. I didn't. So really, if you don't watch it, it's iPlayer's fault, not yours. It is, yours. yeah, yeah, the app's yeah. fault. Yeah. yeah. What I did watch yesterday on the train, the first two episodes, was Ooh. The Murder Detectives, the Channel 4 documentary that they've done in sort of the style of a drama uh this was uh surrounding the murder in 2014 of uh, uh, uh nicholas robinson who's a bristol teenager um not associated with any gangs or anything like that 
was just had just got engaged, uh, was nice to his mum, was doing a bricklaying course, all this, and he was found, he. It actually opened with the nine 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 call he made just after mm. being stabbed, which in itself was really you know it was How full of you? full of sort of expletive. So I can't do it word for word, but right. it was basically you know I've been stabbed really bad, and um, then the next mm. scene is obviously them finding his body and all, and it <sighs> is. It is harrowing and it is sort of, it makes you wonder about a lot of people's choices in life and things like that because the two, both the the victim, Nick, and the eventual uh, murderer himself were both what people who their parents had gone out of their way to try and get them to avoid being put into these gangs and things like that. Mm. And, and it was so insignificant, the reason why he was murdered. And the the mother of the had already had one of her sons murdered in Jamaica. Oh, for God's sake! And and has subsequently her third and final son had also has also been killed. So it's just like, but I thought that the police detectives in this were fantastic, um, especially they focused on the detective or the beat sergeant of the area in which he took place, and he knew all these kids, and he knew them growing up, and he his reactions to the news were really, really great. And the way they did it, the way it was shot was completely different from, say, police custody. Because it was so harrowing, did it have the humanity in it that Mm. we liked about police custody? Or was it always quite... Because they had a lot of interviews with his family and his fiance and things like that, Mm. and they interspersed them with the police investigations. Um, Mm. A lot of it was to camera interviews with the police officers, with the parents the family um it it was really engaging it was almost like you were watching a drama rather than Mm. uh just another doc just another sort of you know um victory documentary for example a lot of the write-ups about this have said that it's better than your average i mean obviously it's real as you say but better than your average crime drama and in the way they handle it i found it very moving at points especially during they do you know they have his funeral there um it is very moving when it focuses on the family um his girlfriend or sorry fiance i should say was just fantastic and she Mm. she was so so brave at 19 i think she was and to lose someone who obviously the love of your life like that talk about it so openly and actually he called her or he was he he was in in the middle of a call to her when it happened, and she rang him back and basically heard what happened. What about the fact that they decided to strip it over the three three nights? I think that worked. I think so. I think, like for example, they do that with crime dramas. I think it works. Mm. I think it will work just as well if they didn't. But I think it keeps people going. Or oh, I'm definitely going to watch it tomorrow. Whereas if you've got the week, oh, I don't yeah. know, you know. But it's mm. there. And I, I went as I say, I I watched them back to back on the train yesterday, and just really, really thought it was fantastic. And again, Channel Four doing something different with the factual format, but something engaging nonetheless. I'm still to get me out of here. Is finishing on Sunday as we record on Thursday evening. Uh, Lady C, Lady Colin Campbell, left the jungle of her own accord last night um we haven't spoken about this for a while because it's on every night we only podcast every week or in this case every two weeks it's been the best series of i'm a celeb for for a fair while yeah i think the last one i enjoyed this much was the one with um sean Ryder and and nigel havers and stacey solomon and that lot um yeah 
yeah, Dom yeah. Jolly and all. Dom yeah, Jolly, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Claire, that was the last yeah. one that I enjoyed. Well, it's yeah. the last one we can probably name them all from as well, really. I really thought that I would despise of Geordie Shores, Vicky Pattinson, and Fern McCann of The Only Way is Essex. I thought they were just being brought in because. They were on those shows, and probably to an extent they were, but I've really grown to like them both, and I would never have encountered them. In fact, I'd have gone out of my way not to encounter them on any other show, but I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. So, And I think Vicky's probably going to win you, it with all that. Yeah, yeah, I think the way they've edited it, I think for Vicky to win, or perhaps Fern. Um, I mean, I, I know for... you... So go on. You didn't see last night's because you were watching The Apprentice and... And the, um, the murder de- detectives, but last night's I saw I was a bit of it. trial. Last night's trial that Fern With the snakes. did was it just I. It was the most engrossing fifteen minutes mm. of television for a long time. Ant and Deck was stunned. It was I was really into it, and I I think it's a show that gets a bad rap. The majority mm. of my close friends and family don't watch it, and they don't understand why I do. Mm. But I I think it's a show that does get a bad rap for no real reason. I no, don't really no. know. You do know that Vicky Pattinson already has her own spin-off show from Geordie Shaw. Um, yeah, um, what's it called? Judge Geordie. Judge Geordie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Judge Geordie. So she'll have to hang up her judging boots if she wins the That's a bizarre uh, programme. I've never seen that, never seen that. It doesn't I'm have a courtroom, gonna... unfortunately. It's just her going around trying to sort out squabbles. I would, uh, I bars. mean, it is a show, though, that if you're invested... I mean, last night they were doing the... The traditional letters, letters from, home. from home, and that gets a bit emotional. And you do, I will miss this when it's gone because I've watched it every night for the last mm-hmm. nearly three weeks, and you get attached to them, and you. And then you know, oh, it's Christmas coming up now. Yeah, and then and then you know, then you start opening your advent calendars and forgetting all about it. It's it's a show like Britain's Got Talent that doesn't outstay its welcome, and right. I always enjoy. The ninth episode of The Apprentice aired on Wednesday. It was a estate agent task, a housing task. I, I got confused about what they were actually selling. I'll be honest. I don't think they explained it overly well and what they well, were supposed it was, to do. Well, it was it was wasn't it was property, but it was to get commission. So yeah, for me, these tasks every week have been really really good. Have they done this before? Because I watched it with my parents, and my mum was sold convinced they'd done it before. Because didn't. It wasn't the Ruth Jones, the Badger series. Didn't she sell property? I 
don't I know. Thought... My mum was Ruth convinced Jones they'd wasn't done. In the Not Ruth Jones. Ruth the Badger, whatever her name was. Sorry. Badger. I'd love it if Ruth Jones was Ruth in Badger. the Apprentice. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Ruth the Badger she Badger. He looks a bit like Ruth Jones. Ruth Badger sold property, I think, or cars, one of the two. But I seem to remember that, that she had quite a a good outing doing that. I remember that was the week that Lord Sugar thought she was a serious contender. That was the first series, wasn't it, Ruth Badger? Uh, second, I believe. Yeah, second. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, second, Tim, sorry. Tim Campbell, wasn't it? So, That's it, yeah. Um... Second series where... Michelle Dubry, what's it? Yeah, she, uh, no one thought she should win it, so... Margaret Mountford certainly did. No, but this this was aside from the the bitchy two women. This was the episode where Karen really came into her own. I mean, she mm. she was not an advisor. She was actually someone stepping in several times during well this one and the previous I, I one. I did think she... they were all a bit harsh to old Scott. Do you not think? Certainly, were any yeah, harsher I, I, than I, they normally I, are. I, I no. do think. Oh, I, I do thought think, I do think that there is a thing to be said that. The reason he left was not anything really to do with um, uh, anything to do with him. It was the comments that Lord Sugar made. You know, you're you're going on thin ice, mate, and all that. You know, it was kind of like almost telling him, "Yeah, next week you're gone if you lose." But you could Brett, see him Brett didn't get much criticism, and they were together the whole time. I didn't. But think but Brett, Brett did didn't much. do. Brett didn't do such a bad job. Yeah, but he didn't do much. They both got roughly the same on the, the the lower end market, didn't they? It was the it was the high end property where the difference in the two teams was. They both sold you... about ten thousand pounds worth of or a hundred thousand, ten thousand of commission for the for the you mid price. You could see you could see so, Scott seething though, could you? Absolutely seething at the. You, I, you knew people, something was bubbling. A lot bubbling. of people have said that he just realised he was out of his depth, and I think on the your fired program, I think he pretty much admitted that the, his, his final comments in the taxi were a bit of bravado. And that he well, yeah, he they were a bit. Yeah, and it was it was sales speak. But he, I don't know, a lot of people have said they think this is the first time Lord Sugar has gone a little too... Uh, has gone over the line. But... Um... I mean, I'm a hard devil, as you know, but I don't I don't remember thinking, oh, they've really overstepped the mark. I think his performance was poor, you know, not listening to where the washing machine and the dishwasher was going to go and not knowing certain things. I mean, that I could tell you just by listening to it. So, I don't know whether he was too harsh, but I think, again, regardless, made for good telly. And that's mm. what the show is. Good yeah, telly. I think they lost the sort of villain of the year in Selena at the end. I mean, I watched it with my mum. I've been watching it sort of sporadically with her. Yeah. And she, Your mum uh, hates Selena. Hates my mum does called her, as well. called her a cow and said, Ooh. oh, call me... Call me when the firing's happening because I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, no, my, my it must be a, a, a mum thing because my mum hates women. Selena as well. Maybe not but as I, much as Charlene. He hates Selena. But I think I think um, Selena is one of those people you, who her feelings are completely on her face. She mm. can't hide how annoyed she is or how no. disapproving Neither she is. Neither can Charlene though. No, I think no, that's Charlene... the problem. I think I think they're a bit too similar. Yeah, in in how they Charlene's act, eyes I'm... follow you around the room. They're weird. Charlene think, annoys me. I think yeah. I think Selena did a couple of things last week. Obviously, with the presumption, although I think they were a bit harsh on her that she stood up and walked out. Any other week, Charlene, you mean? Now. Yeah, Charlene. Yeah. Sorry. Any other week, yeah, they would have sent her back to the house the previous week. So, 
I didn't quite think that was too... That's how a bit they, of an idiot. Though, that's how the Charlie. game is played. Oh. She can't string a sentence together, Charlene. She yeah. really can't. Or she Char- really struggles. You mean, sorry, you mean Charlene can't string a sentence together? Is that what yeah. you meant to say? She I, can't string a sentence together, is, Charlene. I don't, I don't think she'll last very long, because I think Selena... Well, there's not long left. No, 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 no. But I think her food with Selena was what was keeping her motivated. Sorry, food? No, their food. Food. It's never far from your brain, is it? Really? Okay. Um, also, it's worth that Gary spoke about it several times. We got a glimpse of of a tiny argument. It was like the yeah, camera crew yeah. got to the cafe late in the middle of it, but it's because they cut it down. I mean, do contestants they... have the right to say, cut me down? I mean, surely when they sign their contracts whatever happens no, I, I, I happens. don't I don't I don't believe they get um they get editorial credit I mean I think that was possibly one of the things that she Selena was most annoyed about wasn't she that she felt she had been portrayed poorly mm. in the mm. series that's why she was refusing I think we'll to be seeing her on uh, celebrity big brother come January yeah, probably probably more likely right. she'll be on the jump Let's hope so. Uh, that might be the one series of the jump that I actually watch. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Going over to Quickly Strictly and oh. uh, shock uh, that Peter Andre's gone. It seems to me that he was the person they spent the most money on this year looking at the lineup. Um, yeah. Either him or Daniel O'Donnell. And and you'd think yeah. he had the fan base to keep him in. Uh, going down to. Basically, he never sort of improved. He sort of plateaued, whereas everyone else got better as the series went on. Uh, to me, this is like the strongest series they've had in a while, and it's sort of anyone's to win, really. I think, unfortunately, Kelly Bright uh, may be going soon, just based on the fact that she's been in the dance-off twice now. Um, yeah. And she's which getting is, married soon. Yeah, well. which oh, is no, unf- I'm confusing life and yes, EastEnders again. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because I I really like her. Uh, I think she's one of the more engaging dancers. So it's interesting why the public haven't connected with her really, especially if she's on EastEnders. Maybe it's just because there's other people they like more. Um, but as I say, I am. Whereas with the X Factor, I've completely checked out of it more or less. Um, I'm really involved in Strictly, and it's really. It's an exciting series because you don't know who's going to win. That was a longer Quickly Strictly. It's normally quicklier than that. Especially now Peter Andre's gone because he was the bookie's favourite going in, wasn't he? Speaking of loads of money... The the Capital. (laughs) Or Capital, as it's known. Capital. Um, Oh, I forgot. I haven't told you you this. I actually did go to see Harry Enfield and Paul Whitehouse live recently. And they did do the old... uh, He did loads of money. Um, so there you go. That sounds like an anecdote you could have saved and worked a bit harder on. Moving on. But you've just, you've just oh, thrown it, it in funny. there. Uh, yeah, Capital is a new three-parter from uh, Peter Boker, who brought us... Um, what did he bring us? From there to Cap- here, marvellous... I was going to say Capital again. Capital. Did he? <laughs> I was having a bit of a... He didn't do Eric Monroe, Ernie. did he? Eric did he Ernie. do Monroe? Who did Monroe? Occupation, was that one of his? Yeah, that was one of his. For me, he's a writer who's fairly consistent, but has had a few uh, ups and downs <laughs> of late. Capital seems like a show that could be really good, that the first episode hasn't really shown us what it's going to be like. Have you I seen the think. second one? 
No. Okay, I have. Well, okay, you talk. You can't really spoil it because I'm I'm gonna watch it. So um, set it up and then tell us what you think of the second. Uh, so yeah, so this is about people who all live on the same street, Peeps Road uh, in London. There's a different uh, characters as Toby Jones's banker, down to like the people who run the corner shop, down to Gemma Jones's character who's lived there all her life. It, there's sort of themes of gentrification going on, and then. The main sort of thread throughout the plot is that the the people of Peach Road are getting these notes um, and we later DVDs that say we want what you have. And it, there's sort of the theory, oh, is it estate agents? Is it people attacking us? Who is it? There's sort of uh, the shadow of doubt gets cast on like a traffic warden who works on the street, who it turns out is living illegally. Um Comes, has come from Zimbabwe originally and it looks like she might get deported back there. Um, I thought, I, I quite enjoyed the acting in this. I think that's the main draw. Um, Gemma Jones, Toby Jones, Rachel Sterling, Leslie Sharp, who's in the second episode a lot more, Adi Alaktar, they're all strong performers. Um, but the, I'm not sure, there's, it's one of those things where there's a lot of characters and for a three-part drama it feels almost like it's overstacked. For example, there's the character of the Polish builder who mm. I'm, I'm really not interested in at all and they try and do something in the second episode with him and the Hungarian nanny who Toby Jones's character now has a bit of a thing for. Um, buys her... Can't blame uh, him, Matt. Can't no, blame him for that. Buys her Roger Federer's shirt at a charity auction, as you do. <laughs> Probably found it when he was metal detecting. <laughs> oh no, I'm getting confused again. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, I, I'm sort of I I I think it's all right, but there's no, it's nothing to write home about, really. I feel um, like it's one that's eventually, if you stay with it for the three, which I probably will, but I feel like it's one that's not going to go anywhere on the final, yeah. and we're going to wonder what it was all about. I mean, it is based on a book, yeah, John so Lanchester's book. So you'd hope that that book would have an ending of I'll sorts. Tell you what really annoys me though is the music. And I've said this to you yeah, before, and it's still really before. annoying. And it is done by someone who I met at Edinburgh, Drew Masters, who does all the stuff for The Apprentice as well. All the, And you can sort of hear that, the sort of incidental yeah, music now, for The Apprentice. Now you say that, I'll be yeah. really conscious and aware of it. Yeah, I think you should try and play the two together at the same time, simultaneous. Again, it's always good, we've said it before, it's always good to have a drama that isn't about the things that dramas are normally yes. about. It's not about somebody being killed. It's not about somebody being wrongly accused of something. It's not about lawyers. It's not a, you know, it's it's, a, it's a, supposed to be a um, sh- shining a light on the modern day capital of Britain. So whether it's doing that or not, at least it's not treading the same old ground that some no, other no, dramas no. have. No, 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 no. It's an interesting one and I will be interested to see how it ends, but it's not but something it does, I think like we'll you say, it always worried it always worries me when they chuck in a load of characters because you're never really sure who it is you're supposed to be focusing on because the most. I, and... I know you're adapting this book, but I'm not. The, the, yeah, <laughs> Peter Bowker, I okay. know he's adapting this book, and I think wants to be faithful to it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I don't think we would have lost anything if that no. Polish character. What is wrong with you and the Polish builder? <laughs> well, he's the only character I can think of that. Have you got half a kitchen that you're really annoyed by, or something? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. that explains half the it. kitchen and half an abattoir. 
move quickly on to the pick of the week. Uh, this is when we choose one show heading your way this week that we think the one, you should the one be... show. No, not the one show. Okay. That's never going to be a pick of the week. <laughs> go, Matt. Um, I'll I'll go sort of fairly predictable. Um, we'll go pray uh, next Wednesday. You've seen you've point. seen this, haven't you? I have. How did you know? It's because it tells me, and it, it also <laughs> tells me that you've seen the nation's favourite Disney song. Well, well you know, I wanted to see what was number one. Can um, you? <laughs> what was number one? Let's spoil it for everyone. Spoiler alert: Bare Necessities. Oddly, I oh, thought it classic. would be. I thought it would be Let It Go. Oh um, yeah, but that's probably number two, is it? That's it was number three or four. Let It Go. I know. I need to know what number two is. That's going to annoy me. <laughs> So now you're going to watch the whole thing. Anyway, nation's favourite Disney song pick of the week in a couple of weeks' time. This week's pick of the week, (laughs) Frey. Was it something from The Lion King number two? Yes. Or what? No, actually, no. Oh, I don't know which way around it was. Now I think yeah, Circle Circle of Life might have been number two. Or Akuna Matata. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch it now. Even yeah, I think Circle of Life was two. I think three was Let It Go. Okay. Anyway, um, going back to (laughs) Frey. Yes. Uh, the nation's favourite take that song. Uh, so uh, this is the second series from a friend of the show, Chris Lunt. Um, same sort of thing. Another person on the run from uh, Rosie Caviero, who's the only. She probably sort just of... wants to chat. This woman, and they keep running <laughs> from her. <laughs> She's the only sort of constant, I think. I don't think any of the other was Ralph Innocent in the first series. Yes, he was. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, he's in it as well. Um, he's being promoted above her, sort of thing. Going to play a prison guard, uh, basically gets forced to go on the run with one of his prisoners uh, because his daughter is being held uh, captive by some nasty fellas. Um, is it uh, good? It's it's all right. It's not as it's not as gripping as the first prey. That's for I sure, don't feel. Com- I mean, you've watched dif- this and it's the- different because the first series was more sort of the fugitive. Basically, is what the first series was. Let's yeah. be honest. This is odd because it's someone doing some something so someone else can be safe. If that makes sense. Yeah. Series one was just someone trying to clear their name, which is something we've seen before. This, you know, you have to care about. Philip Glenister and his daughter, played by some girl who used to be in Emmerdale. I, I, I'll tell you the best thing about it is Mayanna Buring, who's playing as a completely different character from ones we've seen her play before, because she often yeah. plays sort of vampy characters, doesn't she? Whereas yeah. here, um, she's a sort of dowdy prisoner. Um, so, yeah, I, I, again, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Uh, we'll but continue it, with it, but we'll talk about it more next week when you've definitely seen it, and Gary. Yeah, I, it's annoying. I haven't really. Now I'm more compelled to watch the nation's favourite Disney song. I'm not as compelled to watch <laughs> the second series of Prey. I'm really annoyed. Um, that says more about you, though, really, doesn't it? It does, rather. It does. If you've got to go Atlantic, though, it's the final two episodes of Nurse Jackie. I started to watch it on Matt's recommendation. I think it must have been back in. April or maybe June, the whole series, and now Sky Atlantic have got the last two episodes ever at uh, ten past ten on Wednesday. If you've not got Sky Atlantic, then the uh, then Peep Show is finishing, or the penultimate episode is at ten o'clock on Channel Four as well. <laughs>
So after Luke's penalty uh, drop for cheating, uh, but he did manage Not to bring cheating, it back. So just it's, uh, disconnecting. Yeah, Luke uh, is on five and a half points and Matt is on seven and a half points. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there is still time. But of course, this this exciting feature will end at Christmas. Yeah. So, you know, we have I to... Uh, well, I think even I might you, stop listening as, you know, to the podcast when we don't yeah, do this yeah. anymore. <laughs> it's going to be hard to... so popular, it's going to be hard to yeah. replicate. I mean, I didn't think we could top your singing, but we, no, we did. No, no, we have. <laughs> <laughs> now the problem Who'd is, is that, like, this is where this is where I have to be perfectly honest. Yeah, the, um, you've run out of questions. No, well, slightly. This is the problem <laughs> that, um, unfortunately, the mm-hmm. quiz machine or the quiz creator that I was using has kind of run out. But of course, yeah. there are questions which we haven't asked. So you haven't the... been writing these yourselves every week. I, there's been a mixture of uh, that. <laughs> you know the rules by now. Obviously, we're getting yeah. tense. We're getting down to um, what? Do, what do they call it when we get down to like the, the, the finer points of a quiz? What do they say? Getting down to the the, ni- the grit, the nitty gritty, the, the nitty gritty, yeah. or squeak, squeaky yeah. bum time, uh, as I'm sure some <laughs> northerner uh, would. <laughs> call it right <laughs> never heard of that one right okay so we'll start well, let's start with luke i'm feeling generous oh, so, I love you, Gary. right notorious for its dark humor which show yeah. first broadcast in 2004 features yeah. jill terrell who manages a beauty parlor oh oh god oh 90 night <laughs> wrecked oh, I love did oh, you ever see that. any of that I love Nighty Night. No, I didn't watch that. Matt, British actor John Altman is best known for playing... We've done this one before. We've done this one. We've done it before. It was like the Keith Barron one the other week. I can answer it again, but I answered it right (laughs) last time. That's not fair. I'm already behind. I think this one you haven't done. Derek Folds and William Simmons were the only main actors to feature in which show's entire 18 series run. That would be Basil Brush. No. No? Oh, you want me to do Derek, this? I was just thinking Derek Foles. <laughs> Derek Foles was on Buzzle Brush, wasn't he? I think so. I think he was. Well, but they, they, uh, then William Who Simmons was, was not. Who's the other actor? William Simmons. Who's he? He was in Heartbeat for 18 years. Oh, oh. There was there was the police sergeant, and then there was the then there was the drunk guy. Don't they? Anyway, now William Simmons. One nil. One nil. Two. On. Luke. Luke, your second question for the win. Yeah. In the 90s, that's the 1990s, which yeah. TV show surpassed Dallas as the most watched TV show of all time? Wow. In the 90s? Yes. You <laughs> <laughs> don't have to do it like that. It's not Twin Peaks or anything random like that, is it? Is, is that your answer? No, I'm just saying, not that, is it? <laughs> Well, I, I'm not giving um, you any clues. What's the answer? Come on, hurry up. Is there I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. I'm going to stick with my answer. I don't believe it myself. but I'm afraid it's not right. Now, in a controversial fashion, what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to throw this over to Matt as his question. He's had a chance to Google it, possibly. Well, not... but then... No, I'm trying to work out who Willie... William Simmons played PC Alphentris, by the way. So... Yes, but was Come he on. in Basil Brush? That's Derek Folds was in Basil Brush. Well, there you are. <laughs> In the 1990s, which TV show surpassed Dallas as the most watched TV show of all time? Most watched? 
Yeah. I, I'm annoyed. I nearly no. said that. You're both. No. You're both thinking too logical. You need to think more what appeals to the wide masses of people. It's Baywatch. Oh, oh that's annoying. I kind of knew that now you say it. I would never have said it, but I knew it now you I say mean, it. I mean, I might have thought something like The Simpsons, but well, if you would ask me... That, but... House became it, didn't it? House became... House did take over yeah. when that yeah, yeah, by yeah. the time that finished. But yeah, I think... Um... I think Baywatch was certainly certainly so, the most watched in the world at one point. It was in like. Are we in deadlock? No. no uh, I haven't uh, had no. a second question. So, which actor played the mechanic Arnie in series four to seven of Minder, <laughs> the original? Bloody Minder, that's come up <laughs> a lot. No, I don't, don't know. Shame, Richie. I'm sorry. It's Ray Winston. Ray Winston. <gasps> Oh. I knew it was someone famous. I knew it was someone famous. Well, it wasn't going to be somebody unknown, was it? You know? No, but like someone, it could be some randomer who didn't have a career past the eighties. You know what I who mean? Who was it? Who wasn't in Brazil Brush? Yeah. yeah. So uh, that so, was worth it. So Luke's won now. So I've officially Luke won. Now, just to, to add extra tension, Luke is now can one I just, point. Gary, can I just ask where you're getting all these questions from? Because they seem awfully dated. A lot of well. <laughs> Don't worry, next week I will do some proper research and questions. There's question... probably a quiz book you could buy. Not that it'd be worth it at this stage. No. But yeah. But... Uh, at Luke Custom for me, uh, TV for me on Twitter. Uh, at The Gary Show for Gary and Matt. At Matt's TV Bites. Uh, we're online at thecustomtv.com. You can download this on iTunes. Subscribe there and give us one of them five-star reviews that... We every week talk about, and you every week don't supply. So please sort yourselves out. Uh, and as we mentioned at the top, if you are loving Detectorists, you can win the DVD for free by answering a very simple question. Which, Matt, do you know the answer to? I don't know the question, but go on. Okay, I will <laughs> ask you the question. What is the name? Don't say it, obviously. Okay. But do you know the answer? What is the name of the Metal Detecting Club? That Lance and Andy belong to. I I know it's. You uh, need yeah. to think about it. Yeah, you? I will. I well, I know the name of the place, but I wouldn't know how to spell it. If that makes okay, sense. It's just. It's well, no, it doesn't really make sense because it's no. just initials. Uh, just initials. Oh, okay. Looking for. Not the full name then. No, just. Oh, okay. the Initials. Yeah, yeah, I know the initials. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So Matt could win. You know, we were joked at the beginning. It could be Matt that the DVD goes to. Don't let that happen. It's nepotism. Uh, we'll be back soon on the Custard TV podcast. Good night, one and all. Hold each other close. Hold each other but... close. <laughs> <laughs> Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.